keep keep it reasonable, but I'm going to pay for whatever it is that y'all decide. So, we decided on a beach wedding. I've always wanted to have a beach wedding. She found the package. She found everything. All we had to do was choose the colors. Um, and it was, as y'all saw online, it was really, really beautiful. And then these two queens really threw me an amazing bachelorette party. So, this one right here tells me, oh, I'm just going to do a little something. It ain't going to be nothing major. I walk in and the whole Jewel House Entertainment <laughs> is decked out, y'all. It was amazing. It was it was, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Yes, it was beautiful. I don't know. I think you should be like a little decorator in your little part time. Your little, little oh, like a package now, or something now, that now come we with do everything. Offer decorations. We do. Okay. We do. Okay. It so was they, amazing. So keep that really in mind. Okay. And then we had hypnotized me with the hookah. Yes, I was working it out with them hookahs. She really was. Yes. And her husband was not here. It was just her. So I was so proud of her. We didn't want to be twerking <laughs> from the men. So right. I was being the host, the DJ, <laughs> and yes, the hypnotized me really person. Was. Yes. She was working three jobs. My day felt so special. It was absolutely yes. wonderful. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful, We had a good time. So thank y'all really ladies did. again. I, no, I really did. Y'all can go check out the photos. I kind of got turned up. The business <laughs> yes, yes, was out yes, that night, okay? Exactly. So forgive me for what you saw and mind your own business. business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were gorgeous. It was amazing. Yes. Oh, Kwanda did my hair. Y'all can't really see it now, but on those pictures, Kwanda had did my hair. It was just, it was beautiful. This was a $90 wig from Amazon. Yes. And you know, it's been three years since I wore wigs. Normally, I wear uh, the, the faux locks. So, I'm still getting adjusted to having hair on my neck. It drives me crazy. So, if y'all see me doing this today, just mind your own business. Look, exactly. Okay. It's been three years. Okay. Yeah. It's been three years. <laughs> I'm still getting a little adjusted. Okay. Um, another thing I want to talk about is we have Miss Sweet Riley's. She is sponsoring mm. us today with these delicious. Oh, my hand mm. got into it. Mm -mm, sorry. Mm, <laughs> she is good. sponsoring these delicious. I cannot cakes. wait to eat them. Um, so, now, can I take the honors? Can I now, you why should, you get it first? I, I mean, I'm just saying it's closest to me. Oh can lord. Go ahead. Room? Go ahead. They duking it out. Y'all don't know. I feel oh, like y'all okay. need to fight for it. I mean, oh, no, I don't I'm just telling y'all. When it comes to food. Oh yes, this yes. thing right here bought what eight or twelve dozen of donuts and eight and left one for the kids. <laughs> well, they was lucky to get that one. Okay, mama mm. got to eat too. She had okay. to eat eleven of them before she figured out if she liked them or not. Exactly. <laughs> Look, she telling all your business. Exactly. She is telling all your business. <laughs> Anyway, back to Sweet Riley's, y'all. So, y'all can find her on Instagram and on Facebook. The name is Sweet Riley's Boutique Dessert. I'm sorry. Sweet Riley's Dessert Boutique. Um, I get cupcakes from her all the time. Her cupcakes are just freaking delicious. Mm, like, they smell delicious, They too. are delicious. Th this The flavor that we have now is the Red Velvet Vanilla Swirl. So, Kwanda, go ahead and do us the honors of eating the first oh, one. I want to say why they're doing that, too. No. I did place my Christmas okay. order with Sweet Riley, so I'm going to tell you, yes. we are signing off. It is delicious. Delicious. Like, the best Red Velvet cupcakes I've tasted, and I'm just mm. saying that. I can't wait. And y'all feel how y'all want to smell good, too. So, she's about to do the honors. Okay, now let's hurry up. Go ahead. Can I go ahead and... Get it. Go. <laughs> okay. She's going to I need to hurry up and eat mm. it. And then let's close the box for she going to leave us with one. Right. Mm. Smells good, too. You want yours? Mm. No, I ain't going to mess up my lipstick. But don't right. don't um be trying to eat mine. Oh, now. we each get two, ma'am. So mind your own business. Yeah, because I like, we will fight over some cupcakes. Oh. For real. Mm. Especially Sweet Riley's. <laughs> and I'm and not will, even And will, and will. And I'm not even. Ain't it. This is the truth. Let me it's put it over truth, here because huh? I can't. Um, yeah, go ahead. Look, 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 this is the truth. 
Look, she ate one of them. She like imagine if, you know. Yeah, so now mm-mm, it's mm-mm. delicious. Like her icing is delicious. Oh my god, it really is. Like, good. I'm trying to eat cute right now. Okay, girl, just girl, gobble. Go on, turkey it down. Should I just just do it? Eat it. No, they they they, they not ready, ready for that. I don't think you ready. I'm gonna for be that. cute. I'm gonna be cute. <laughs> Look, once we get into this topic, too, she gonna want another uh-huh. one for real. You already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those cups. I, I have to not watch you eat it because I'm going to bust open minds and I ain't ready for that yet. Oh, my God. This is too uh, good. Because I'm going to ugly eat it, so I can't do it Me right neither. now. Me neither. Right. I'm going to have to wait. Right now. It's going to be all over my face. So, I feel like everyone's been waiting for us to talk about childhood the trauma. Talk. It's been like the talk. People have been calling me, so what y'all going to say? Like, what is it going to be? And then I know we said we were saying childhood trauma, but, like, today I was at work and I was like, okay, like, really hone into your childhood trauma. And I just kept thinking, you know what? I'm traumatized in so many different levels. Mm-hmm. And what made me start thinking about it is it was work trauma. And this, like someone said, I want you to like go back and think in your corporate life, mentors and people who have helped you climb your ladder, you know, um, starting from, let me back up. So I was a sales manager for many years um, okay. with a large company. And then I began to like teach people and then groom other people to become leaders within this company. So basically corporate world, our corporate background. Um, and then so today someone was saying, you know, like talk about your leaders and, and people who have been inspirational to you. And I went to think about that and I was like, dang, I've had some traumatic, like just some traumatizing people as far as business goes in my life okay. where I left my corporate job because I was so traumatized with, you know, like getting off work and I was salary. So I, I equate salary with slavery. And if y'all okay. understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you could chime in in the comments. Yes. But I would go to work, you know, do my nine to six or whatever time it may be no lunch because you need me to work through my lunch and then I would go home and you still got to talk to me for an hour to two hours about whatever else my team still got to call me Mm. and I say you know what I got like a kid birthday party but do you really have to go to that birthday party because we really need you and I was talking to my husband on the way here and he was saying he was like you know you still feel some type of way about a situation and I said I do like my friend um, she had a family member pass away and mm. for us, it was iPhone launch. And for anyone that knows in the cell phone industry, iPhone launch was it. You don't go nowhere during mm. iPhone launch. Mm. It's just, that's what it is. You, yeah. you mm. there. So they were doing a wake and a funeral. And I had already said, you know, Hey, I have to leave cause I got to be there for my friend. And I couldn't leave like that day. Everything was unraveling and I couldn't even be there for my friend because I had to be there for that job. And I just kept thinking about like how traumatizing stuff like that is like where a company always needs you and you can't even have like take, do your own life basically mm. because you got to be there for that business. So I was like, you know, before we get into it, I just am like people are traumatized so much day to day. They don't even know that they're being traumatized. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, traumatic events happening. So, I was like, before we get really into it, I feel like everyone can relate. So, if you can relate to some kind of trauma, it don't have to be, you know, like childhood or like really like, you know, molestation and all of that. Like, I feel like as minority people, we get traumatized more than like we even know about sometimes. So, I was just like, I just wanted to start off with that before we get really deep because I had that conversation today and I was like... I feel that in my soul. I'm so happy that I could say entrepreneur yes. and, yeah. and, and, and not have to deal both. with that. Mm-hmm. 
it's if such I, a blessing. It really is. If I want to leave early, I leave early. If exactly. I want to stay in bed late, I stay in bed late. Now, don't get it twisted. I do sometimes miss that regular paycheck because yeah. when you're an entrepreneur, you can send out a million invoices, but if nobody pays those invoices, you don't get you paid. You still broke, yeah. So you have to make sure that you have a strong foundation and a strong support system before you just cold turkey quit your job. Um, but as far as being an entrepreneur and working for myself, I definitely enjoy the luxury of living how I want to live as far as my time schedule. Nobody can tell me, oh, you can't take this day off. Oh, you can't do this. I can do whatever I want because I'm exactly. the owner, the CEO, the founder. I'm the manager, the assistant, and the employee. <laughs> Which exactly. is nothing wrong with, with going to work oh, and, and doing that. Right. But I just was thinking back and I was like, man, they stole so much from me. Yeah. And that's just my story with, you know, being in salary and working and I was just like I, I honestly am traumatized from that situation with going back to work I'm like oh, I don't want to because it was jo- just so bad it was so yeah. much it's but dreadful. I would just say just getting up in general going to work for somebody is traumatizing in mm-hmm. itself okay that's very stressful <laughs> it really you is. don't have to train yourself to get up at a certain yes. time be there on time do as they say yeah, that becomes very traumatizing. It does. Very. So. It does. I'm wishing entrepreneurship on every single person watching this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if y'all can relate to anything we're saying, please chime in the comments. We got the phone number up. We do have a phone now, so please chime in. Tell us how y'all feeling. But, yeah, when you work for somebody, it does. It, it, well, I take that back. It's not necessarily when you work for somebody. It's when you're doing something that you're not passionate about. That can yes, be traumatizing. Because yeah. if you're doing what you love, like I talked to a lady came that's into true. my office today, and I was doing her fingerprints, and she is a, a DCF worker. She's a social worker. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's something that I've always wanted to do because I love kids. And she was like, it doesn't pay anything. I say, if I was to go into a profession like that, I know it doesn't pay anything, but I just genuinely love kids and it's unfortunate when you see kids being abused and mistreated um so you know if you love if you love what you're doing then it makes it worth it but if you hate what you're doing and you're not getting paid good it's like <laughs> yeah and i feel exactly what you're saying because i'm one i'm also one that was interested in being like a child care uh worker you know dealing with children yeah. but i will say at some point you still say to yourself this could be mine. Like I can still own my own, like right. and have my own um, child care, what have you. But at the exactly. end of the day, it's all about just being your own boss. Exactly. So does so does being traumatized at a young age make you want to to help children? I guess is the question. I, I would say yeah. so. I think so. Okay. For me, I personally just love kids. So um, oh, because I'd be like, fuck them kids. No. <laughs> Mind your own business. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I personally just, I just genuinely love kids. So I wouldn't necessarily say my trauma, you would think my trauma actually would make me run away from kids. But it, I could say maybe it pushed me closer to kids, but I just naturally You already know what I'm going to say next, though. You already know. We want to know what the trauma was. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes, we do. Yeah, you said it would make you run away from kids. So, well, okay. So I was molested at nine, um, and I was kidnapped at five. So there we go. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) There you go. Kidnapped. You can't just put that on the table and yeah. Jesus. Um, so when I was five, my mom left me, and not on purpose, mom. I love you. I don't know if you're watching this. I love you, but she left me at uh. So we, li- we lived on the north, this, oh, I don't even know if that's the east, west. It was Wabash, well, West Area Adult School. 
so Olive Street. So she left me on the corner to, to catch the bus because she had to be to work early. So normally she dropped me off between like 6.30 and 7. This day she dropped me off at 5.30 because the man. Wait, you said she normally dropped you off between 6.30, 630 and 7. 6.30 and 7 at the bus stop. But, but she then, dropped me off at 5.30 because she had a meeting that she couldn't miss. She worked mm. in a facility services department at Publix. And that goes okay. along with working for someone. Exactly. You have to I mean, that's a choose. whole extra hour. Yeah. What the hell am I going to do? I think they had to do Crazy. inventory or something special that day. All I know is she left me at that bus stop and I was scared. I was the only child out there. Oh, wow. And her, her so we are, where we stayed at was right here. She literally was probably a block, about five or six blocks up the road. So it was not. I knew the way to work. It was a straight shot. You go yeah. over the railroad tracks. If y'all familiar with, uh, like Wabash area, you probably not. Yeah. But is you? Nope, nope. Lord have mercy. I don't know about well, that. Well, it's it's Wabash. It's right there in Lakeland. You go right over the road, the railroad block. She right there to the right. So anyway, I start walking to, uh, walking to her job, and these four guys. I'm not gonna say a race or anything, but these four guys pull say. up. White I mean, guys, it, yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> These yeah. four white guys pull up into a truck, and if I were to see them today, I still remember what they look like. And they was like, "Hey, girl, you want to come ride with us?" And that, I remember they had this white girl that, and I was obsessed with long hair. And they had this little girl that was in the truck with them, and she had this long blonde hair. And I went to play with her hair. They say they asked me where I was going. I said I'm about to go to my mom's job. They mm. asked me where she work at. I tell them, you know, I'm telling them she works over there, over the railroad tracks. So I was a smart um, little five year old. Yeah. <laughs> I knew where I knew what I was doing. I know what I was talking about. So anyway, they get me mm. in the truck. They take me about a block up and turn to the street on the left, and we in this building, right? It's like a if uh, I can't I can't I don't even much remember the street or anything like that. But it's right here to the left. We in this building right here to the left and i'm sorry y'all I, I talk with my hands it's a bad habit so anyway we're getting out the car they're trying to figure out what they're doing with me i'm just sitting there just boohoo crying i'm not in my head thinking that i don't know what's going on i'm just sitting here boohoo crying boohoo crying because i'm just trying to get to my mama i'm trying to figure out why the hell so at this stop. point you know that you're not going where you're supposed no. to go then why so you was crying because I, I was already crying Oh, yeah, okay. I was all scared. Because I was, it's dark. And okay, I'm in a, okay, I'm okay. in the truck with these four white guys who telling me they're going to take me to my mom. Man, we, now we, we pulled up a couple blocks, and now we're stopped. All of them got out the car. This, so they're sitting there talking, talking. So I get out the car like, I'm asking them, okay, like, what's going? are y'all going to take me to my mama? What's going on? This black lady, I'll never forget her. I don't remember her name, but I'll never forget her. I'll never forget her face. She drove a station wagon. She comes up and she pulls up right behind us when I'm telling you she was my angel. I don't wow. even know what position. Because driving by, you wouldn't think anything. It's not like they was beating on me or pulling me into the car. I'm standing outside the car. They're holding the group standing outside the car. She pulls up right behind me and she's, she pretends that she's my teacher. And she has me get in her car wow. and she asks me where I live. And I tell her where I live. She says, where are you trying to go? I tell her I'm trying to go to my mom's job. I give her my mom's job phone number and everything. They wow. call the police. She takes me back to mm. our apartment, which was on Olive, probably about three blocks down from where we was at. Mm. The police come. My mama come. My daddy come. And that was the first time my daddy choked my mama. And that was the first and wow. last time because she kicked his ass. Yeah. But <laughs> wow. that was the first and last time that my daddy choked. I mean, that my daddy choked my mama. But he was just so angry. Like, why would you leave her at the bus stop yeah. by yeah. herself? You know. Wow. But yeah, that's that's deep. That, I feel like that. And maybe their intentions wasn't to kidnap me, but that's what it was. They got arrested. They got in trouble. Why would you pick up a little girl if y'all was taking me to my mom? Why wouldn't y'all just pick me up and take me to my mom? Y'all go up the block, turn off right here. And y'all figuring out what to do with me. Wow. That, that, that don't even make sense. And in my head, I'm still not processing that. Hello, 
they're not finna take you. I'm just crying because I'm just trying to get to my mama. So what about the little girl? Was she just standing next to you? The little girl was with them. She was still in the truck. It was both of us in in the truck. She was Mm. still in the truck when I got out. they told you to get out. And they told me, no, I just got out. They didn't tell me to get out. I just got out because I'm like, are we going to my mom or not? And I'm just still boohoo crying. Like I said, yeah, it was scary. It was scary. And they got arrested. Yeah. Now, what about the molestation? station if you want to speak up on that or we need to get some tissues no okay how about one of y'all guys oh yeah you know me and you talked about this and um i've already done all the crying i've already done all the praying i've already done everything i could possibly do so it's like it is what it is um it definitely made me a stronger person now if you would have talked to me about this probably about 10 years ago I probably wouldn't be able to be so open and talk about it. I didn't do anything wrong, so I have nothing to be ashamed about. I have nothing to worry about. That person should be ashamed. And the crazy part is they've never been prosecuted for what they did because I never told them about it. Wow. Um, as I got older, is that's when I started talking about it. Um, and until this day, like Sean tells me all the time, they need to talk about who it was. I can't because it would destroy my family. Why oh, wow. is it that families primarily black families feel the need to protect predators. Yeah, that's true. Why do we do that? I don't I don't understand because what about you? Your And I feel like yeah. I feel like letting that out I feel like it would destroy me because it would, in a sense, destroy my family. It's time to really be free of that. I don't yeah, think you, you don't would think it would, would help you process, like, you know, just move on and, and uh, maybe about it. 10 years ago, it probably was when I was still battling with it and still dealing with it. But now, no, I don't think it would do anything. To, if I felt like, if I felt deep in my heart that it would make the situation better. I would. But why protect them? Do they deserve to be I'm not protected? necessarily protecting them. I'm protecting sound, me. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like she's yeah, trying to protect herself. Yeah, I don't care herself. to protect them. It's to protect me. So you think it will break you down even more? Think? I think I think it will break me down because of how it would affect the ones who were not involved. How it would affect them. So sometimes, don't you think some people just need to be put out there? just so? But the what's the purpose now? What, I mean, what could be done? But are they still at their, like, family functions and all that stuff? Like, do you still have to be around this person? No, I don't. The purpose is to save another little girl. Because you don't know who else. I don't know if it's a family member, a close friend. You don't know who else is affected. And by you speaking your truth, they may be willing to come out and speak their truth. And maybe then that person can be prosecuted. Something can happen. What happened? I mean, they would still, I'm not sure what the the statute is, is in Florida. But... I don't know. It, it well, definitely. You said nine. It just probably expired. Yeah, I mean, I'm 34. Yeah, now. but but I mean, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, my point is to save still, another. It could still be going on. That, and I mean, may... yeah, I know it's something that I definitely would not do during this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Of course, yeah. I understand. But um, I, I mean, that's that's right. I, I'm not in a place, I guess, right now where I'm ready to expose who it was. Um. Yeah, I'm just not in that place to well, expose that. Yet. I feel that the time is coming. It, and, and it, it needs to happen. Sean it, it gets really on does. me all the it time. Really and I'm like, what you what you plan on doing? Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> for you, yeah, though. Just, just for, for you. you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Not just for you, other little girls that's out there that may been affected or could, you know. It's just to protect others besides yourself. Because yeah. the person you... is still out and about? hmm yeah. Well, yeah. See. I mean, at least to my knowledge, I haven't seen him in years. But at least to my knowledge, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't heard of anything happening to him. I wow. wish he did. But <laughs> God that's, forgive me, but that's just what yeah. it is. That's deep. Well, 
with myself, I can say I experienced something similar to what um, Simone had just mentioned. I myself was molested um, by my mother's ex-boyfriend or boyfriend at the time. And um, it was an experience that happened, I want to say, maybe on two different, I would say really one occasion, but, you know, they played that, that, um, that role where they trying to get you closer to them to see what yeah. they can get away with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it initially yeah. started out that way. Um, so it was times when my mother leave, leave us home yeah, along with him. And I would say it took for me t maybe three, maybe four years. Um, I actually came out and told my husband, you know, okay. and I spoke up to my mother and I think my grandmother and, um, why it took me so long. I really don't know. Maybe it was just a fear. Uh, maybe I don't know I don't know embarrassment mm. I really cannot even explain it because it wasn't like he said do not tell yeah you know? you know, yeah so again it started one time my mother left and um, my sis myself and my two siblings was watching TV and his name is Keith I, I don't even remember his last name so Keith had me laying on his lap you know, mm -hmm. and it was more so. How old were you? I was. I want to say I was like nine, like oh, right around the same time, nine, ten, like something around that. Okay. And what he would do is lay me on his lap, my head against his private area, just massaging my head. Oh wow! And I'm just laying there as a little girl, just. So he was just grooming you. Pretty much, mm -hmm. pretty okay. much. And I'm just laying there as a little girl, like it's nothing wrong with it, you know. But then at some point, I start feeling a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I said, but I was saying to myself, hmm, I guess this is okay, you know. Yeah. Again, I'm ten. I'm confused. I really don't know if it's good, if it's bad. But you know, this Keith. You know, yeah. this is my mom's boyfriend. I don't know anything about sex or yeah. anything. But, um, anywho, uh, I would say, I don't know for sure if it was that night or some days later. I just know that I was in my room sleep and he picked me up out the bed and placed me into, into his bed, my mom in his bed. And, um, he proceeded to try to insert himself oh. in me. Um, luckily he didn't force it. Okay. Um. Uh, you know, this is a little deep. Luckily, he didn't force it, but um, it was a little uncomfortable, and thank God, because I, I pretend to still be asleep. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if, sure if he heard something or he started getting a little nervous. I don't know what it was, but mm -hmm. he stopped. Okay. He stopped instantly. I want to say he probably was trying for maybe a good, long minute, possibly two. Probably so I don't know. Just ever for you. Yes. Yeah, that's all. But anyway, it was very uncomfortable. My husband to this day is very upset. Like as if, you know, why would you take this long? Why didn't you tell anybody? Like why are you protecting him? I'm like, I'm not protecting him. I don't know his I don't so know So when did you finally say something? About four years ago. Okay. Four years ago as an adult. I, no, no, let me take that back. It wasn't four years ago because my mother, she's deceased, she was alive at the time. I wanna say maybe ten a little old it wasn't four years it was 10 years ago <clears throat> i um i confessed to my mother it could have been 11 because i i spoke to my mother and i spoke to my grandmother and i told them you know what i experienced but my mother and my grandmother was molested too in their time so i don't know if sure they knew how to respond right. or what to say but i didn't really get no feedback and that's okay. and you know i kind of like just brushed it off like i mean I guess, you know, no one's saying anything. But again, like my husband was saying, he was like, well, why you tell your brothers? Why didn't you get to the bottom of it? So he wants somebody to get with yes, Keith. Yes, yes. Okay. He really wants somebody to get to Keith. Like, really. He want him to do some time. He want to do something. He want, he want justice for himself. You know, yeah. he wants, 
you know. But um, anywho, back to what I was saying. Um, so that was that was tough. You know, you feel betrayed. Not only that, the, not only that, Keith. He was a, a friend of my my grandmother, and he was also my mother's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So now, just imagine this happening at ten, and this guy come to move in with my grandmother a few years later. Now I'm a teenager. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I'm a teenager at this point, and I'm nervous. You know, every time I see him, yeah. and he always tend to give me a look here and there, but I don't think he know that I know what he has done to me. Right. You oh, understand? Yeah, so, yeah. and still it was uncomfortable, but I kind of like, you know, it is what it is. But I will say, I don't know if he tried anything with me when I was asleep, but I know one day I woke up, my shirt was off. And, oh. and I didn't even feel nothing happened, but my shirt, everything was off. And I was just a little confused as to why my shirt was missing. Yeah. And my bra, you know, so to speak. Um, but how old yeah, was you then? I was 14. Oh. Wow. Yes. So I don't know if he did anything to me or what have you, but, you know, um, yeah, it was a crazy situation. Was but, he in the house when that happened? Yeah. He mm -hmm. stayed downstairs on the couch. But, so did you have trouble sleeping? Like, I would just assume you... No, and I will say that I never really had troubles. Maybe I did, I just don't remember, yeah. okay. you know. But as a teenager, I felt a little uncomfortable when I first found out he was coming to stay. And I think he stayed with us for a few weeks. But yet still, I didn't have the courage to tell my grandmother yeah. uh, what happened uh, to me. But then, at, then again, at that time, my grandma wouldn't... I don't know how she would have responded. Right. Yeah. But then, too, I lived in the hood. We had a lot going, you know, surrounded by a lot of unnecessary things as a child. So, you know, you kind of, like, brush things off and just keep it moving. And so that's that's reality. Yeah. And it's so sad because there's a lot of young girls out here that's suffering from not only young girls but little boys. Yeah. That's suffering from childhood trauma. And it does not necessarily have to be molestation. It could be just abuse, verbal, physical. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot of things that you see. You know, just drug activities. Just this is all you know. So you <clears> tend <throat> to follow that path. And, you know, like I say, it's, it's, it's a sad situation. But I always, I tell people, please talk to your children. You know, yes. allow yeah. them, I mean, really teach them that, you know, uh, it's okay to speak. It's okay to talk up. Don't be afraid. And, um... I talk to my daughter all the time. I tell her, no one should touch you, play with you, not daddy, brother, cousin, sister. I don't care, female or male, you can trust no one. Exactly. Not to say your brothers would do anything to you, but I, w I don't want her to feel comfortable to think that it's okay if, because this is saying. my brother yeah. right. or this is my father, this is my uncle, that it's okay. So not only do I speak with her, my husband speak with her as well yeah. to teach her like this is what it is right. you know he stopped changing her at uh 12 months it was like i don't want nothing else to do with her it's on you now you know because he just felt like no i wonder if we stopped too i just know i was on bathroom duty I don't yeah remember. he was just like i don't want nothing else to do with her she's a little girl yeah now it's your turn yeah. you know because he wanted her to feel and so we do something similar in our house like if my daughter doesn't feel comfortable i don't care who you are like around if she ready to move that's what we do. We move because I feel like kids will tell you like if something feel a little off. Mm -hmm. So all she got to do is catch a vibe and we out. Exactly. And I don't, I don't Pay make us there. Don't hug nobody. If yep. you don't feel like hugging them, if yep. you, if you feel, 
Whatever it is, we are out. And I would like to add to that, pay attention to different body language. The yeah. way how, because some children don't know how to speak. They yeah. don't know what yeah. to say. So when you see a change in your children or yeah. niece, nephew, whoever, I would say just really pay attention. Talk to yeah. them one-on-one. And some of them may feel like they don't know how to speak. They're afraid to speak or they don't even know what's going on themselves. Yeah, right? that's you understand? What yeah, yeah. And they confused. So maybe just speaking to them will make them feel a little bit co- more comfortable. Yeah. You know, teaching Are they worried about if somebody's not going to believe them or not? But yeah. not only and that, that you may be afraid fear. that you're going to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. I'm whooping. Yeah. You know, right. you, you, oh, maybe I did something yeah. wrong. Maybe, right. you know, and that's, and that's so sad, you know. But I would say if you guys have dealt with any type of trauma, whether it's physical, uh, mental abuse i would say just chime in you know call i'm gonna chime in i'm gonna say so we talked like the other podcast and i told you i don't remember my childhood so i really can't tell y'all i don't necessarily remember until i was like middle school high school so it's a huge gap of life that i just don't recall but i can tell you that i did grow up in an abusive household so i do remember that um my parents got divorced when i was about in the ninth grade are so but my father was very verbally abusive and also physically abusive to my mother um i just remember later on in life like almost like 18 19 still hearing him like tell you you know you'll never be nothing you like you let this happen because you're so stupid you always gonna be stupid like just whatever it was no matter what i did i could never do it right Mm -hmm. um and then i remember him like beating on my mom and I know that that has affected me through my life. Like even get with my husband, like we would get in an argument and I would hit him before he could hit me. Mm. So then he became, you know what I'm saying? Like in an abusive relationship just because I was like, I'll never be her. Yeah. So I'll never let a dude beat me. So then literally like I'm whooping his ass like every weekend because mm. I don't want to be because like, th- right. So he had to almost like love me back to life. If that mm. makes sense. Um, because just being like feeling like you can never do anything right and you'll never be anything and him having to tell me you know find your voice stand up for yourself now people be like he done taught you too much yeah. you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. but that all came from him like when we got together i didn't have a voice and people could run over me and i would just be like oh, okay so and like just very quiet yeah. because you know what i'm saying like i just seem like anything that you say to me then i'm gonna start crying and it's just because I had no self-esteem. Like, it wow. was just really all gone. And then, like I said, when we would get in an argument, I just feel like I got to hit him first. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to beat me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you. Yeah. Wow. So, just dealing with that. And I'm still working on whether I'm going to figure out where that gap of time in my life has gone or if I'm just going to ride it out and say I don't want to go back to figure out what I've missed. So, you know, that's just kind of... So, how do you know that... You did deal with some form of abuse. What is so? I remember bits and pieces. Like um, it's just my brother and I. But you know how like someone says, "Hey, you remember this?" And I go back and say, "Oh, I do remember that." Dang, I got punched in the face then. Or oh, like you know wow. what I'm saying? Like okay. I can remember that. Or I remember you know going home and my mom saying, "Put on a whole bunch of clothes because you're about to get this whooping today." And then, you know, him bringing out, like, a board and, like, beating us. So, I remember that. But if you say, like, dang, so what did you do in middle school? And what was elementary school? I don't remember that. And Mm -hmm. people will even approach me and they say, I went to school with you. 
I don't remember you. And I'm being like completely honest because I know they think like, girl, you shady. Yeah. But I'm like, I really don't remember. So it has to be something that triggers that particular point. And I could say, maybe oh, okay, maybe. Maybe a smell or something with this. Just something. Like, something. It, normally it's my brother tell, telling me like, you remember when we did this? And then no. he'll keep going because he was there. And I'm like, oh, wait, I think I do remember that. But if you just ask me, you know, what happened, no. Like, if you ask me where I went to elementary school, I know the answer because yeah. I've said this so many times. I, like, I know what that answer is, but I don't remember what it was. Wow. That's, that's, that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. So yeah, do so. you plan on going to therapy or? Uh, so I'm seeing a therapist now. Um, and I've been doing it now for maybe like a couple of months. And I definitely, I, I. I wish everyone therapy, whether you're going through childhood trauma or not, you just need that sounding board and that person. So I definitely am an advocate for therapy. My sister actually got me um, to finally like say I'm going to go to therapy. So um, You feel like it's helping? I do. I feel like it's helping. Even if it's nothing but a stressful day today, I feel like it's helping. But my trauma that has started when I was young teenagers has not stopped. So I still live a very traumatic lifestyle. Um, I deal with mental health issues, not personally, but in my family. Um, and so I never know what today will be versus tomorrow. So when I say, oh, okay, you know, like today in a good day, like I'm going through it, it could be something just hit me from left field. I got to deal with, with some family stuff. But talking to the therapist sometimes, like she was talking to me last week, I think it was, and I was really like, I'm, I'm stressed out. And she was like, you know what? Do nothing. Because I always feel like I have to be the person to save everybody. Yeah. You know, whatever's going on, I got to rush yes. to fix this for you and fix yeah. that. And she said, what happens if you do nothing? And I had just never thought about that. And just someone else saying it. Because my husband would tell me all the time, don't do shit. Just sit down. And I don't, you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. But her saying it to me, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just listen and I'll do nothing this time. I was just about to say that. Is it just having a listening ear or yeah. is it just that? been so you have someone outside of your family talking to you that's not biased right it just makes you more comfortable or do you like is it that just a listening ear or just have i think it's both i think okay. it's both because like she won't tell you necessarily like hey do this but she'll say have you thought about this have you and sometimes you haven't thought about that and with my husband like he can tell me the exact same thing but i feel like he's too close yeah like, you, too, you know what i'm saying like you you biased because if i make this move it you, affects you, you. Uh, and I, are you really I saying you. that for like what's good for me or what's good for you so having that sounding board, I think is helpful. Just being able to say things that aren't filtered. I don't got to worry about somebody else's feelings when I talk. It's just how I feel. Right. And that's 100% helpful. Like, because when I'm talking to him and I want to be like this bitch, but I'm talking about him. I yeah. can't say that to him, but I can say it to her. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I definitely like, feel like that's helpful. Talking to third person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I would I say another yes. thing that's traumatic um, now is um, how people conduct themselves around their kids. We have to be really careful. Uh, and this is one thing that I'm, how can I say it, that I'm learning now, I've been learning over the last couple of years, is we'll get in arguments, we'll sell each other out, you know, we'll talk bad about each other. And I'm referring to my exes 
we'll talk bad about each other and we'll do that right in front of the kids not even realizing how that will affect them so we really really have to be mindful of what we're doing around our kids i grew up in a time where when the parents was having the conversation the kids take their ass to the Mm, room even if you is out there you better not say nothing if you do what these kids these days will jump in any conversation yes. and then look at you sideways when like, you put them what in the problem place. is like, <laughs> yes you are right I, I know you weren't talking to me but I was talking to you though <laughs> boop <laughs> Whoops, my bad. Did I punch you? <laughs> Look, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, you, you, we really, have, as adults, we have to be mindful of what we're exposing to our kids. Because if I not, these, the, our kids are going to grow up with the same trauma that we do. You're right. You yes. know, so that, you know, just be mindful. If you and your man or you and your girl getting into it and y'all having a disagreement, excuse the kids. Save it for a time where nobody's around because you don't know how that's going to affect your kids. You're yeah. thinking, oh, it's just an argument. It ain't nothing. But it really is, especially if you push her or she push you. That can negatively affect that child. As we see, as I'm a prime example of that too. Even though my dad didn't hit my mom except that one time, I still was in two abusive relationships. And sometimes my kids got exposed to that abuse because they would be sitting right there. And mm-hmm. as I get older, as my kids get older like my oldest son sometimes when he gets into an argument with his brother the first thing he wants to do is hit and i'm like trey you are grown you are 18 you cannot do that keep your hands to your damn self i don't hit you so don't hit him if you don't want to be hit then you don't hit him but that comes from what he saw as a child that Mm -hmm. comes from him seeing his dad hit me that comes from him seeing my ex hit me you know, so we have to be mindful of what we're exposing our kids to. Yeah. And that's those are the main reasons why I left my exes is because they couldn't keep their hands to themselves. Mm. And I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, when it's going to be me or you at this point, we both going to walk around look, look, with a bus <laughs> you know? Look, but mine wasn't fighting back. He was just taking it. Yeah, just them taking two were fighting back like I was a straight nigga. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we, if I'm going to have a black eye, you're going to have a match on. We're going to be twinsies around Exactly. I know that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, just be mindful of, you know, what we're exposing our kids to. Yeah. I agree with that, though. Yeah. Now, I would say with myself, I don't, I don't feel as though my childhood trauma really affected my adulthood. I think I kind of left it there. But then I Are just... Are you sure, though? I believe so, because I think the only thing... I'm just more aware. Okay. I'm more so... Let me just prepare my daughter. Let mm-hmm. me teach her what to look out for. Let me just prepare her, you know, just for life. Like, hey, yeah. this this is what you need to look out for. This is what you talk to mommy. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to create that bond with her to make her feel comfortable to talk to me. And I think that's very important. Yes. So, uh, but other than that, I don't think it really, I don't really think it interfered with any of my relationships. I don't think so. Now, you can ask my husband on another note. Maybe he <laughs> may say something different. But to me, I don't think I've really been affected by where it just played in the back of my mind over the years. Like, oh my God. Because I would have said the same thing, too, but now looking back, I'm like, oh, okay, so I did act out, and maybe that's why. I'm not going to say that's 100% why, because I thought I was a gangster, baby. You know what I'm saying? But it it could have been. And that's the thing. I was never a bad child. I was the... I was the goody two shoe. I was always me. just made sure yeah, I did I everything good, right. Yeah. I was a little sneaky, you oh, know. Yeah. You know, as a That's teenager, how I got pregnant as a teenager. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know, both. But at the same time, I was very respectful. I always did. I I wasn't rebellious yeah. at all. So I don't think it really. That's why. I, 
That's why I say to myself, I don't think it affected me where I was angry because my mother wasn't there to protect me. Mm-hmm. It was more so like I let it go in a sense. I don't know. It's weird. It's like it happened. Um, I let it go. But now I'm just here to protect my daughter, you know, and, you know, and I just try to protect other little girls or little boys that I see that something is not right, right with. Yeah. But I don't think it necessarily made me make poor decisions or poor choices based upon that. Because it just didn't... I don't feel like it... I just don't think so. See, I, I would so. say it affected me how the decisions that I made and the men that I was with. So I, I would think... I think that's how it affected me is I wasn't... I, I, was, I was craving love from my daddy so much that I was looking from it in the wrong men. Yeah, see, Jay snatched okay. me up from the beginning, so I didn't really have yeah, the opportunity see, to try and experience anything. We've been time. together forever. And see, okay. with Trey and Carol Daddy, I was with him for... Eight years, seven years, and then with Applejack Daddy, we were together for almost ten years. And of course, oh. you know when me and Applejack Daddy would break up, you know you'll be like, "Oh, hey, yeah," and then mm-hmm. he, he want me back. Okay, bye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my man want me back. I'm going back over yeah. here. <laughs> and then it got to a point where I'm like, "Fuck both of y'all." Yep. <laughs> I'm done, both of y'all. And then that's how I met his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Apple Jack, that's how he got <laughs> But, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, just to, yeah, do you guys have anything else to speak up on as far as trauma? Um, anything that you can think about? I, mean, I don't know how much, like, how deep we wanted to get in this. To, you see, know. I, it's about speaking your truth. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I knew uh, Keith's last name, I would put his last name out mm-hmm. there. I, everyone that knows me know who's Keith. Keith. Now, you could chime in and let us know <laughs> what his, what, what his full name is, okay? And for, for you guys who don't know, you know now, okay? All right. And then we do have a line, so if anyone wants to speak their truth, you could definitely call in. Please do. Um, and we will speak that. I feel like for my truth in the trauma that I'm still facing today, maybe when we talk about mental health, I might, you know, like start yes. getting into it. Okay. Mental mine health goes is deep. Important. Yes. Mine mental goes deep. health is important. And anybody who knows me knows. And I always have to be the strong friend. Like, yes. It's, it, You're not you, both. I get tired sometimes. And yeah. I, I think people fail to realize strong people get it yeah yes they need a little love a little yeah. help too definitely you know, sometimes but you know it but... may look like we always happy together <laughs> yes but just know as soon as that camera yeah. <laughs> i ain't gonna do that it's almost like you program not to cry yes. not to feel right. anymore and you just and got that's me that and true. i hate yeah that it's like, I hate like that. you ain't gonna feel nothing it's yes. just like you can't oh, you just so yeah, yeah you always as much good. as i wanted to cry at our wedding this weekend and i felt the tears welling up in my eyes i just couldn't not, not bring myself to do it. In addition to that, I did not want to mess up my makeup. But I just could <laughs> not. I could not bring myself. To, and just sitting there watching Sean be so emotional. It was so beautiful. Oh, he was crying. Oh, he, my and goodness. it was. And he yes. said, like, it ain't nothing wrong with a man crying. I say it ain't, man. No. <laughs> Last night, we was watching, like, we had my phone. I can cast it to my TV in the, in the living room. And so we were just going through all the pictures. Me, him, and Applejack, and my, and my son Trey was cooking like he's doing tonight. Thank you, Trey. Okay. And um, so me and Applejack happened to glance over there at Sean, and Sean over there wiping his face crying. I say, babe, you crying? He talking about ain't nothing wrong with a man crying. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And it made me 
feel so bad because I'm I'm an Aquarius. And we are generally emotional people. Mm-hmm. But just because of everything that I've been through in my life, it's like a switch. Boop. Now, I can cry in a heartbeat when it comes to somebody else. Oh, my the, goodness. The yes. of a if I would, if, if I was at somebody else's wedding, I would have been a ball of tears. Yeah, You know, if anything is happening to somebody else, I'm boohoo crying. But See, when I'm not me, crying for none of it. I can't cry. Like, yeah. I cannot cry. I, can't, I think I've cried so much that I just, oh, I don't think I have no more tears So left. that's how I feel. Like, I cry. <laughs> so much it's just not there i'm not gonna yeah. cry with your wedding i'm not gonna cry no, at the funeral cry None of i it. don't either yeah. but when it comes down to a story let's say a movie mm-hmm. now i'm not in an emotional my band, but when it's a movie i don't know what it is about watching a movie and just the fairy tale of something just being so sad or just 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 happiness you just like oh my god i don't know if for sure if it was you wish you was in in that moment or yeah. you more so like oh my god can that really happen yeah that you know i shared a tear too jay don't see, know that if i put I on john q, he, he won't he won't john q that. gonna get kevin to cry every time <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't imagine he, him crying. <laughs> yeah he only cried movies though like i don't care what it is i feel like if i die he might not even cry but if john mm. q come on he gonna cry he gonna cry so what you're saying is we should play john q at your apparently <laughs> apparently because that's the only way that's what denzel washington yeah with his, son. with his son and he want to give his heart yeah, to his son. That is like so i want to say one of our early dates we went to the movies and why i said this nigga crying yeah <laughs> and he was crying but i could break out with him uh, yeah, all kind of nothing. Nothing. Yeah. nothing he don't care you know jay he tried not to uh uh, Jay, that's my husband, so you may hear Jay from time to time. But um, <laughs> yeah, he try not to show that emotional side. But um, I see it from time to time. He try to, you know, suck it up and just act like nothing is happening. But I, I've seen him wipe his, you know, act like his eyes mm, is itching. Eyes. Yeah, it's itching. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. Sean but... say, stop capping. You a crybaby. <laughs> Yes, she is. I was. Yeah, I feel like she is. She was gonna cry on other um podcasts. Yes, yes, yes. No need to. I'm gonna agree with Sean. I'm agree with him. Ask Sean who's cried the most in this relationship. (laughs) Ask Sean who's cried the most in this relationship. Me and him. Well, we know he cried the most at the wedding. Oh, so yeah, we know, know that. <laughs> we know that part. So it was. I, I keep it looking back like, at the oh video. I was looking at the one video where my dad was walking me down. And Kira had, Kira had this angle because you was in it, too. You was in this angle. And Kira was, I mean, my dad was walking me down. And we get right up there to Sean, and Sean is just looking, and all he could do is just put his face like this, and then okay, that's love. Guys. That is and love. And then he shake hands at my daddy and go to give my daddy a hug, and he just sink his head in my daddy's shoulder. It was just so beautiful, oh, and I tried so hard to was. cry, but I still couldn't. It was. Cry. But it was. <laughs> it was. But it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. It yeah. Was. If you ask Jay, he was a little upset with me because I wasn't emotional. Um, during our wedding, but um, he said he had to suck it up because a part of him wanted to cry, but he couldn't be the soft <laughs> one, so he kind of had to suck it up and just be like, you know, it is what it is. Then he came to me and, t- <clears throat> and then he spoke to me and said, Well, you know, everyone was looking at me talking about, Oh, you know, your woman wasn't emotional. <laughs> like, nobody talked to you and said, like, They came but up yeah, to him at the wedding yeah, and said, yeah, She ain't crying. Yeah, she ain't for you. Man, you. Your woman, I don't know. She ain't crying. She ain't get emotional. I said, Listen, you've just been watching too much TV. Right. That's what it is. So you expect mm. that every woman's going to be emotional during her wedding day, but no. That's We've been not... together too many years. Yeah. Like I said, if it was the first, maybe second year, Dang, then you maybe you, you, you may have seen a teal too. You, you know, but out, what? Oh, oh, this is oh, a oh, okay. 
See, I didn't cry sorry, at the wedding, but I did cry before. And Kevin had like one single teardrop. Oh. And I think his friends was like, y'all, you better make that teardrop. Yeah. Because I'm out looking for all like, this. Did he see me? Did he cry? Did he cry? It was important. So he, he made it happen. Not, I cried as I was getting dressed, as I was putting on my Yeah, my so that's when I cried. Yeah. I cried before I put the makeup. Once the makeup came on. Yeah, because you can't, you can't fix that. Like, I can't let you see right my face. Oh, messed up. It's supposed to be a beautiful yeah. moment. We yes. gonna be in pictures. A man could just wipe his face and be done with it. If I wipe my face, I'm gonna look like God's little little sister. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup gonna be this way. Eyelashes yeah. gonna be this way. It's not cute, nah. So I had to contain myself and control yeah. my emotions. Well, guys, I hope you're in a Christmas spirit because I know I am. I definitely. But am. before we end this, I do want to say, and I feel a little guilty. Uh, I don't know for sure if I'm by myself, but I still haven't put up my Christmas tree. What? Christmas is tomorrow. Yeah, I know, right? It's tomorrow. No, no. No, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's tomorrow. Look. Tomorrow was like, I ain't no, got my shit together. Yeah, exactly. Listen. Well, one thing I can say is my Christmas tree been up since last year, so mind your own business. Are you so t- <laughs> I cannot. You know what? You know what? Meanwhile, you ain't got your tree up. Yet. Yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm gonna go ahead you should not even put it up at this point. <laughs> you don't think so? Because I asked my it's daughter. It's tomorrow. I, know, I, asked, I said, do you think we need a Christmas tree? Tom said, yes, mom. I said, oh, Why okay. Why you didn't just ask them to do it? It's just the process. I threw away my Christmas tree, and I kept on saying, I'm going to go out. I've been so busy, and I, I don't keep know saying, how you I'm going to go Christmas out. Spirit. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm in a Christmas spirit, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know something about putting that Christmas tree up. I don't know what's going on. I don't just know. Just get one from Dollar General. And you know, I was at Dollar General today, and mm. I asked him for the Christmas tree. She'll decorate tree. a whole building. I know. But won't put up a Christmas I'm tree? I'm telling you, I don't know what's going I, on with me. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I usually have my Christmas tree up November 1st, oh, to be wow. honest. But mm, I don't know what's been going on. No, see, I guess in the spirit. It's Thanksgiving to... Christmas tree. Yes. Thanksgiving Christmas mm-hmm. tree. That, that, that's the process. Or it's not all it's year Christmas, tree. Christmas it's tree, not all Thanksgiving, year. Thanksgiving, then Christmas. Or it's year-round Christmas tree. It is not. That is definitely not what it is. Because mine don't go down to about March. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But She got um, Valentine's Day Christmas tree. Oh, did you... Do you oh no! The See, my Christmas tree some? has sunflowers on it, so it matches my house. Oh, so that's why I'm okay. like, it's a year-round tree. So do you change it up during no. the holiday? You don't put no no bulbs. So it no never became. It's still sunflower tree. It still got sunflowers on it. Okay, she so, works. Okay, yeah, she works. <laughs> okay, but that's, my, that's no light, but my tree is up though. Just mind your own business. Okay, so so you're not really in a Christmas spirit. I am. But no, she kind of sort of. Do you is guys? Do you spirit? guys not see my hat? I've been rocking my hat since. Uh, you have since the she beginning have. of December. Yes. She went and got but, Christmas But it's something about taking time out to put that tree up and decorate. Oh. I don't know. See, because I'm there for everybody else. But she right. She I think right. that's what it is. See, so I need to take homework. See, yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah. tree tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Jay, right. you in charge. It's going to be okay. Christmas Day. <laughs> and she's trying to put a tree right. up. <laughs> she's going to be calling us on the 24th. What you doing? I'm putting my tree, tree up. up. <laughs> like, exactly, right? I'm getting there. I think I'm going to do it tomorrow. I yeah, think so. you should. Yes, yeah, you really should. And I want you to take a picture and put it in the group chat. Okay, I will. Because I want to see your tree. And I'm going to send you my tree. And I can okay, tell you right yeah. now, I'm going to lose this battle. I'm going to lose. And I'm okay with that. You know, you ain't meant to win everything. But you know what? I'm meeting them having a tree that you don't like. The one that you could see through. Oh yeah. No, no, that's not. No, me, no, no. I gotta a, see through. Was, oh, okay. I gotta see through too. Okay, I think that was Sierra. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
ones you can see through. But that's 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 gonna be me. And you I'm just put some in the hole. Yeah, that's because I don't ever fix the hole. I just put some ornaments in there. I just spread them out. You know, that's too much work. I just put something in the hole. It's a little workout. Yeah, I'm not finna do that. I'm with you. I put something in the hole. A tree is a tree to me. I'm not finna go spend fifty dollars on the tree. See, you and I. No, I'm, I'm, I'm right. You right. No, I'm gonna spend my fifty dollars. I'm gonna go today after Christmas. I'm gonna get me another one. I rather yeah. spend twenty dollars and keep it for a few years. Yeah, then I throw it away and, and, and get another one. Yeah. That's exactly you what right. I'm gonna do. <laughs> so, how much you be getting the tree for after Christmas? Cheap. I don't really know how much, but it's fifty percent off sale. And then you know, you get uh, your other discounts. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I'm at the shop. And I'm gonna try to get the one on display that's kind of handicapped because that would be even cheaper. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. Kind of handicapped. Yeah, exactly. I take, I take, I put it in the car. <laughs> but yeah, so while we're in the petty. Christmas, I guess we saying we're in the Christmas spirit. I am. It is so much stuff going on this Christmas season. I can't believe everybody seems to be having something. Yeah, doing yeah. Something. let's talk about it. Who got something going on? So you know, um, DJ Bush is having his all white Christmas on Friday, uh, the twenty third. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, him and Sarah. Yeah. Are, are having that. That's really, because um, I just know it's like a small, a lot of small Christmas parties um, going on. But that's the only thing that I've really seen shared, shared. And then after that, as we get into New Year's, you got more parties because Sierra's doing her business mixer. Okay. That's on December 30th. Yes. That's at the Hilton we in Lakeland, right? Yeah. We will be there. Yep. Yep. Um, Sierra let the podcast in so we could be yes. interviewing people. Yes. Y'all tag Sierra in this. Let her know we we ready to podcast it up at the business mixer on on thirtieth. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead. Better and known talk. as Lady Lapel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can you can actually purchase um her event on Eventbrite, the after hours business mixer. If you go to her page, I'm sure she's um shared yeah, she several shared times. Yeah. If you go to really, any of yeah, I was gonna say you all yeah. shared it. You may have to go a little ways on mine, so I recommend going to one of theirs <laughs> or going I'm to not. hers. Um, I'll share it tonight so y'all can see. I was gonna say it, I'll put it in my story tonight. I so y'all make sure y'all so check much. it out. And it's actually very reasonable. Yeah, yeah, no, like it's the really is. spots yeah, are very really reasonable. She's going to have unique wings and things there with food. Yeah. A performer as well, right? Yeah, she's going to yeah, have a live band. I think yeah. she said, One of the yeah. performers, performers I went to school with, her name mm-hmm. is Rochelle. Okay. I actually have her whole album. My son is obsessed with her. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to use the word obsessed, but he's obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she has okay. a beautiful voice. She's Haitian. She has a beautiful voice. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be nice, y'all. It's going to be nice. Come out. I'm ready. Me too. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to put on this formal dress for, yes. Saturday, for Friday. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Since um, Quanda let our little Christmas party out the bag. So, Y'all well, still not invited. But, <laughs> but it's going to be a special uh, podcast. We was going to just let them see what's going on in the house. Yeah, okay. They always doing stuff, and I yes. never know what's happening. <laughs> I'm like, phone a friend, send me a text or something. Look, I don't never know what's going on. She's just too busy. That's the that's, problem. Mm-mm. She's just too busy, and she don't have time for us. Exactly. You know, that's what that, it is. That's, that's what we it only is. get her time on Tuesdays. You know, she's she, she not, she not up 5 in the morning like us two. You know, yes. we got to get her maybe around 6.30-ish uh-uh, sometimes. Yeah. We could get in. And it don't be on purpose that I be up that early, because I don't want to be up that early, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> I don't. Look, phone a Wait, friend. Let me know, know the plan. That's all yes. I'm saying. But, yeah, so, you know, still chime in Friday the 23rd. Yes. I don't know what time. What late because they're gonna be late if y'all don't know nothing else from previous podcasts they're gonna be Be late late. (laughs) 
so we on CP time. That's all I can say. Yeah. But as we're wrapping up, I guess let me let you guys know if you are interested in promoting your business, you can definitely hit us up at myob twenty twenty two dot com. So that's how you can promote your business. Um on the Mind Your Own Business podcast. I do want to let you guys know to tune in to Be Yourself Talk Show tomorrow. Myself and my husband, Kevin, will be on Kimberly Willis's podcast, our radio show tomorrow. Clap it up. Yes. So we're going to be talking about all our cool things with Boss Fest because um, we are doing a 2023. Our two businesses, Hypnotize Me and Pins Plus More. So definitely chime in there. And then she does have a call-in number for um, her talk show so check out Kimberly's page so you can call in if you have questions for us um, like I said DJ Bush is having an event on Friday with Sarah and then also tune in to um, Sierra's Mixer on the 30th Other and than, she has a podcast too on Thursdays yes so shout out her podcast page. Oh, uh, what is it? It's Lady Lapel. It's Lady Lapel. No, it's unspoken Cookie words. words. It, it is. And she goes words. live on Thursdays. And also, I would like to add, if you would like to know who's behind <clears throat> the Grinch, I would say go follow Jay at a couple opinions under a couple underscore opinions. On you TikTok. have to put that in the in the, the oh, thing because yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. got confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just go check him out. You know, if you want to see a few other skits or whatever else he he does. But yeah, he's he's pretty funny. You know, <clears throat> that's AKA hubby. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just go check him out, and um, I'm quite sure you that Grinch was like. scary. So if yeah, y'all really saw was. a little preview beforehand, Grinch he had me scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. and then two, get a taste of this. The, yes, the, y'all. How she got another one? Hey, we Listen, y'all taking too long. Oh, oh my god! I, I already told Jasmine. Well, so this I said right you should have given me this my is own the truth. box. I'm telling you, this is the Well, truth. she know I got my order together, so I've been communicating with her, and she, she gonna mm. get me right, so. This is all I can say. Oh, my say. God, it's so like. moist. But, you know... Look, she, she and we just want to wish y'all a Merry Christmas yes. from all of us at Mind Your Own Business Podcast right to you and your family. Merry right Christmas. Here. Tap in with us on Friday for our short preview of our Christmas party, and you guys enjoy. Y'all missing out, phone. <laughs> this is the truth. It's so good. I think I might want to do this. Come on now. Cut. Cut. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was I so cannot. Real, I need to take. I need to take my two to the house. Cause, yeah. um, uh-uh. You know how you do when you little and you spit on it. So can't nobody. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, afraid. She gonna I'm do afraid. that for real. Like, 